Pleasant good evening, everybody, and welcome to PNC Studios here at Hallisaw, and welcome to the Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy. Jeff Joniak with you until 8 o'clock tonight. Dramatic come-from-behind win, 16-14 Eddie Pinero's 53-yard field goal as time expires. A lot to unpack tonight, Coach. Uh, that was some kind of emotional roller coaster at the end of the game there. Uh, how do you put that in perspective for yourself uh, watching it all unfold? Yeah, it was wild. Um, <laughs> always good to be on, on the winning side of that, that's uh, that's for sure. But our guys, just a, it was an emotional roller coaster uh, just starting with the – the go for two and then the extra point miss, then the offsides, then the go for two and get it, and then go down the field and make plays, and our kicker end it with a uh, with a big kick. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. Cool for everybody. Uh, struck, though, with your foresight to to take that Saints game against the Texans that you brought up in our postgame show and show the guys on Saturday, hey, this is how it's done with one second to go. Yeah, that, and um, it's, it's just amazing. There's so many different situations that go on throughout the year, and you know, watching that Saints Texans game was was wild as well. It was, it was almost very, it was eerily similar to how that went down. And so we showed it to our guys on Saturday morning, and made them answer questions as to what we would do here, what we do there, because there were some times where you may call timeout or may not. But uh, again, they had one timeout left, and we had one timeout left. And so after they hit the two point conversion uh, yesterday, we went up and down the sideline and said, Hey, we just watched the saints do it. Let's go do it. And, and our guys felt it. They felt the energy and you could see they were confident. And so that's, that's what we did. We were able to move the ball down the field. Our guys made plays on offense when needed. And, um, you know, and then again, you couldn't have it any better finish than Eddie to put it through the middle. Right. But Buster screen, by the way, said that Nagy's like a God oh, yes. <laughs> in terms of the ability of throwing it out there, you know, about the scenario, the circumstances, that's the game. That's that's the NFL. Yeah, it is, and and I think that there's so much parity in this league that so many games are won and lost less than seven points. And yesterday was a prime example. And so I just want to give so much credit to um, you know the players for believing in that and trusting in it. And then special teams yesterday too. Our special teams. I don't want the yep. you know what not just not just our field goal team, but just punting the ball, setting world records with Pat O'Donnell and just our, our cover coach Tabor and Jamie Cole and those guys. I mean, they're just uh, doing some great stuff. Yeah, we'll talk to Chris Tabor starting at the bottom of the hour and this coach's show tonight, the special teams coordinator. We'll have a lot to talk about indeed. Let's dig in a little bit to, into Pinero because uh, from what he told everybody after the game, he told you, I got you, coach. Yep. So you want to hear that, obviously. And, and I know from being around here for a long time, there have been some – they don't want to take that kick necessarily. He wanted the kick. Yeah, and 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 again, um, a credit to him for for having that mentality and that confidence. We talk about visualize to actualize, and and so um, we, we we try to crave pressure and create pressure. And everything that that he has done during this off season, working up to this point, you try to make it uh, a little easier for him when he gets to that moment. And that's what happened, you know. We, it was a it was a uh, a great hold by by Pat, you know. And then you got to make the kick, you got to block, you got to snap, you got to do everything. And and I'll tell you what, that thing wasn't just good from there. That thing was going to be good from sixty. Matt Nagy here on the Bears Coaches Show, brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants. The one thing that's interesting about the end of the game too, you could have challenged any number of plays, <laughs> including those fourth down catches for spots, but you had to have that timeout available to yourself. Um, that thinking, and you have help, obviously, with that too, is not something that should go unnoticed. That's a big thing. Yeah, it's, it's you know, being able to have one timeout is is so big. And there, we 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 use the one to to get Khalil back in the game there on that fourth down, and just to get him a little breather. Those guys were tired, 
Um, but yeah, just just knowing that you have that that timeout, just it leaves the whole middle of the field. I mean, we we couldn't have thrown that ball mm-hmm. over the middle to A. Rob at the end without that timeout, and um, and so it is valuable to have that. And and I, I give credit to our, our coaches for. There, you know, that the the fourth down that they had, where it was close to the sticks, that they converted for a first. I really wanted to challenge that, yeah. um, but they they, um, you know, that's a game changing challenge. But you also lose a timeout, right? That's and what so, I'm saying. So uh, yeah, it was it was it was good of our coaches to to really we all collaborated and decided not to do it. Boy, and that must take some restraint by you right it does you're in the moment yeah the and there's emotion. only one chance and you can't get it back and you know i also figured too that that's another you know you challenge that it gives your guys a little bit more of a breather as well but uh you look back at it and boy we get we were we were fortunate to keep it let's talk mitch yep made the play when he had to he ice in the veins yeah he did and i think that's that's what um you know for us like we're, we're gonna keep growing with this offense and i know it's 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 not where we want it to be at. Everybody understands. We all are very aware of that. But, um, you know, it was a different style yesterday. We were, we were more balanced, uh, run run and pass. Uh, but in the end, you know, this kid, Mitchell, had a chance to, to either win the game or not put our team in a position to win a game. And, and he made he made throws when he needed to. And then that last play of the game, that's that's one here as we look down the road here. That's one that we can possibly look back at and say, man, that was a start. And who knows whether whether we do or don't. But uh, I just think it was a special play. It was a great play by our line. It was a great great play by Mitchell. It was a great play by A-Rob to get down right away and not run with the football. And I uh, mean, I mean, know, even Mitch, if he waits even a half a tick longer before he yeah. goes – gets on the move i mean think about it yeah no it's uh we'd be sitting here to you know tonight oh and two and um i i just uh again it's it's way easier to be teaching off of wins than it is when you and and it's a it was decided uh there with one second to go so like we said we need one second in the ball so you were asked a ton of questions in your news conference earlier today about the offense in general and I think because of expectations, everybody was expecting the season to develop right away. But as you pointed out, and as I often point out about about this league, every season's different. Just because you say it doesn't mean it's going to be it right away. Or it may be right away, and it may not end the way you want. So this is a, about the whole 16. It is, and there's so many variables that go into it. And I, you know, we we know that the the instant gratification that's wanted every every year from from every team that you get into. But uh, you know, they, they do take time, and and um, you know, we're do, we're going to do everything we can to make sure that we find the solutions um, in this thing. We don't dwell on the negatives. We we just keep keep hammering away until we figure it out. And once we figure out exactly what our identity is, um, I, I feel like then um, and we start scoring more points and we start moving the ball better, it's going to be a great combination with our defense and our special teams. See, that's the thing right there. You said when we establish our identity, and you established an identity last year, and you would think it's the same identity, but that's not the case. It's really not. And and uh, there's there's same principles, there's same concepts within there, but uh, we were a different – offense last year and uh you know we're gonna we're 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 different um we're gonna be different this year and next year going forward and so usually it takes you know a good six to seven games before you really start figuring out what is what what are you hanging your hat on and sometimes it's you're gonna say you know what we got these uh offensive linemen that are road graders and we're just gonna pound the ball and just run it and you got to stop us and we'll hit you with play action other times you might want to spread people out so we're we're kind of working through that right now Bears head coach Matt Nagy. Step away now for a break at 7.08 for WBBM's Traffic and Weather Together on the 8th with Abby Ryan. 
A kick the kid's going to remember for a very long time. Always remember your first game winner, and Eddie Pinheiro does it. Uh, just a couple of days after his birthday, Matt, and uh, you could hear by the exuberance, uh, it, was, it was quite a moment for everybody. I, I literally thought I popped the cartilage in my rib. Seriously, it hurt so bad, it was in spasm for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> I went nuts. I mean, the coach's booth is right next door, and we could see everybody, too, and everybody's just fist pumping. So, you know, you get those rare moments in this game. And I said it repeatedly after the game. It is so hard to win one game. And I know that's now become a thing, and it's cliche. Every coach says it, but I believe it. It's just, it's hard. It's hard to win a game. It is, and it's just so exciting. We're, you're not around many games that come down to the way that that, that game went down yesterday. And so, uh, you know, you you see that type of kick. I mean, to, to make... The, the other two kicks that he made as well and and to have two 50 plus yard field goals and, or and one to one to win it and extra point um he's worked really hard to get to this point and he helped us win a game a big game yesterday and uh it there's just a lot of parity and they're hard to get and and we <laughs> we love getting that win three game road winning streak dating back to last season now and uh Nobody likes talking about stats about previous years because it's a whole different scenario. But the fact of the matter is, and you mentioned it as well uh, yesterday about the 1-17 and opposing teams going in there in the, in the first couple of weeks of the season, it's the combination, I'd imagine, of the heat, combination of the air. There's got to be something because there's a lot to it. And you go back even to the, the start of the uh, 1970 merger. They've only lost a handful of games in the month of September. Yeah, it's it's not easy. Uh, but so you look at that and you, you realize that, uh, again, you don't care how you get to win, but you get to win. And so um, <clears throat> our I just I, I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see a game like this. And similar to last year in Green Bay, when we played in week one, and had that tough loss. We learned from that. And I think a game like this where you have a game where it comes down to a field goal and the offense has to. Um, you know, go down and, and get in field goal position, or the defense needs to get a stop on a two-point conversion. It could happen again this year, and we've been through it now. So when it happens the next time, um, we're ready for it, and we say, hey, you know, now you have even more confidence. We, we've already done this. Let's go do it again. So using that um, – to help us in the future. I'll be curious to see how it does, how it works out. Join the season ticket priority list for the future opportunity to become a season ticket holder. Visit chicagobears.com slash tickets to join now. Rubbed up the running game. Saw a tweet from somebody said that uh, it brought back memories of Chuck Knox. So Chuck Knox, they call it ground Chuck, right? <laughs> 153 yards rushing. But the beauty of one drive, nine straight runs. I loved it. Yeah, I loved yeah. It. Well, um, I guess we get predictable. We're either all no. all run or all pass. Uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, we knew going into yesterday that it was going to be kind of a if, it, if if you use the analogy of a boxing match, there was going to be a lot yeah. of body blows, and you had to stay um, consistent with that. And 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 our guy our our guys did that. And you know, uh, David Montgomery obviously had the bulk of the carries, and he really did a good job with his vision and and making some extra yards when he had a chance to. Obviously, Cordero having a big spark there that on that awesome. on that run on, on getting to the edge some great blocks um by our offensive line and wide receivers and tight ends so it's important to get that going and and so we we got that going a little bit uh we get we try to get that passing game going try to get them together and we'll, we'll you know put put a put a game here together <laughs> where we'll run and pass pretty well, good you, well, the, the other component of that is from a game planning perspective i'm, I'm certain you, you got to keep those two pass rushers honest it, and it, run at and make them 
be a you know tackle too also sure and they they know that going into it but one of our big deals was making sure that that uh that they did not wreck the game meaning bradley chubb and von miller and uh you know giving up zero sacks yesterday no sacks given up by our offensive line i thought they protected their tails off um and then the other one too that sticks out that's really hard and people take for granted are the pre-snap penalties on the road you know the false starts, delay games, that sort of thing. And so, false start wise, our guys were great. And so, you're on silent count; you can't hear. It's loud, and we we never got into a first and fifteen because of a false start, which was really neat. Trey Burton uh, was able to get on the field, got three targeted throws, but uh, just watching, I didn't get through all of it. Uh, but some of the his cut blocks and so forth, he was asked to make uh, made differences in in the run game. Yeah, we had some some cut blocks in there for those guys, and uh, I thought they did a good job at, at um, defending some of them as well. So uh, that, that's uh, there's different types of concepts that we have in the run game, and, and uh, that was one of them yesterday. We're going to take another break here Bear on the Bears Coaches Show, brought to you by Whipfleet Financial Advisors, a proud partner of the Chicago Bears. Another check of WBBM's traffic and weather together on the 8th with Abby Ryan. Longest play of the day, 25 yards to Allen Robinson, and that just wasn't drawn up in the dirt, was it? No, no, that was uh, that's a play that it's pretty pretty much a staple play for us in that situation, and uh, those the, the line really protected well. They gave Mitch time. Mitch was trying to find a pocket to uh, or a lane in the pocket to be able to have vision and see him, and then all of a sudden there came a Rob coming across the middle, and he threw a nice uh, laser to him, and 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 then what I think is really neat is the fact that. Uh, A-Rob caught the ball and then took one step and got immediately down and two steps and it's game over. Yeah, did you did you honestly cuz it did go to zero. Did you were you sweating it? I yeah, I was sweating it, but I I, I felt I could kind of see looking well, as he was running and going down, I had my eye up on the game clock cuz I was calling a timeout right next to the ref. And uh, you know, and I I I told him before the play, I'm going to be right there with you calling a timeout, you know, after this. So um, you know, it, it was it was right. I mean, there was there was one second left on the clock, and and they got it right. And so, uh, um, <laughs> one second in the ball. Three hits on quarterbacks. Not asking you to weigh in, but they were flagged two on the Bears side. One at the end of the game that that helped significantly. Obviously, um, from a coaching perspective, is it the inconsistency of some of these calls? From a, whether it's that or DPI or OPI, whatever it is, is that where maybe the frustration might come in for for coaches? Yeah, there, there's it's it's subjective, you know. And I know they're really trying to put an emphasis on making sure that when you land on a quarterback, you don't drive in drive them into the ground. And so some of these hits are so bang bang that um, you know it, it just to the to the common eye it doesn't look like one, but to them at their angle that they have, it does. And so. Um, I'm sure it'll be discussed yeah. in, in the off season as to how to go about this. And, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, like you said yesterday, there was a couple that were called, um, there, I think three total that were called two on us, one on them. And, um, so we'll just see how they end up handling that. How about the, and I, I didn't know the rule, uh, at the end of the game, uh, you get it at the one after an offsides when it's at the third. I mean, I, I didn't get all that. Do you? Yeah, that's a, that's a unique rule that, um, you know, I was not aware of exactly the yardage that was that 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 went down, but I think uh, uh, you know, yeah, it's something that they're going to probably look at just to see um, that they have that right. Just because it doesn't happen, that's one that does not happen very often. And so they went from kicking an extra point from the twenty yard line to an offsides taking them the whole way down to half the distance from the two, 
which is the one. And um, uh, but that that's the rule. That's and, an overwhelming benefit. It, it is it's like the you know your third and twenty nine a five yard penalty gets you first. Gets you all first. Doesn't make out. sense. To yeah, you. yeah. So I, I'm sure sometimes we love it. it. Yeah. Depends what side you're on, but it, it, we were for that penalty. We ended up being on the wrong side for yeah. them to get it at the one, um, and it is uh, uh, one. And I'm sure will be looked at. How wiped were the defense? Seventy six yeah. snaps, hanging out for dear life at the <laughs> yeah. They, they were tired. Uh, again, just looking at Khalil on the sideline when we needed to get him back in there, and he gave me this look like, man, I said, we just just need one more from you, one more play, just you know. And he went out and gave it to us, and. You know, when, you, when you're going as 100%, 100 miles an hour all the time like they are. I mean, I was watching that D-line, and they were flying around yesterday, trying Leonard Floyd and those guys flying around, trying Khalil, Akeem Hicks, and just uh, uh, guys just trying to you know, get in Flacco's lane. He's such a tall guy, and just being able to, like, affect him a little bit. And um, it, it, was, it, was, uh, it was something to be seen. A uh, couple of uh, – the defense in general, you know, again – did did great things to bend that break for for the most part and, until the very end, but um, some big plays across the board of clutch moments. Yeah, that, Kyle that's Fuller's probably the biggest. Yeah, and that, that could have been maybe reviewed, right? It could have been, yeah, or he, not. No, I think it could. No, that that one can't. Cause that it, one that that one's a, it? it's a turnover. So yeah, okay. yeah, and then they they get into their whole deal of whether they blew the whistle okay. or his knee touch, but. Um, you know, he sat on that little out route, made a good play, and that was huge. You know, it's uh, uh, that's something that we've been focusing on is trying to get those takeaways. The defense has been playing so well the last two games, and, um, you know, it'll, they'll just continue that. All right, you got an extra day of prayer for the Redskins. A um, lot to unpack there, too. Their defense was supposed to be, you know, pretty significant. It hasn't started out that way, but uh, you got Case Keenum, a veteran, a quarterback to deal with, and a defense with a guy like Ryan Kerrigan, also one of the top pass rushers in football. Yeah, so we will, uh, you know, we we dug into him a little bit uh, this afternoon, and um, you know, again, with all the parity in the league, it, yep. it's just in that you never know how things go, and so uh, regardless of how their defense is doing, it's the same as as our offense. You know that at any given time things can change, and so it'll be you know on the road again on Monday night. But we'll uh, we'll take some time here to put a you know a good game plan together, offense and defense, and and uh, go get that win. Here's another staff for you. They're one in sixteen at home on Monday night football <laughs> since nineteen. <laughs> Let's keep that going. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Thanks, Coach. All right, thank coming you. up next, Chris Tabor, special teams coordinator, joining the program. Here's a check at WBBM's traffic and weather together on the eights with Abby Ryan. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show, brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants. That was a seventy-five yard punt, longest in the career of Patrick O'Donnell. As we bring in special teams coordinator Chris Daber, uh, boy, uh, we're going to talk a, a lot about the kicking, but got to talk about the leg uh, of the big boy there. The punter had a heck of a day. He had a heck of a day. I mean, I think we ended up at fifty point five on the net, and uh, which is a, obviously that's a big number, but having that seventy-five yard punt, obviously flipping field position, and then enough hang really to allow the guys to get down there and corral them and then there was a penalty added to it so uh it was it, that was a big play for us and uh and hopefully we can keep doing those type of things uh, and those and, and correct me if i'm wrong i believe it was uh, was it a tail down spiral or was it the rugby style because it took the the, the kick you know it took the ricochet and do you know if those ricochets are going to go the direction you want them to <laughs> well when you hit the rugby style sometimes uh Sometimes you get them, sometimes you don't. So that, that's a, that's a tough one. The ones that turn over, I mean, that's that's kind of a 
you know, that's hit or miss yeah, also. Yeah, so yeah. it's a little bit of luck of the draw, and the, and the football gods smiled on us on that uh, It was a single-game record, by the way, for Gross at 57.4. Broke a 67-year-old record in a single game didn't by a, a bear by the name of Fred Morrison in 1952. I did not know These that. are nuggets that you can that's only a, find right that's here. That's a no. good nugget. I no, I, but it just does uh, – it just goes to show you what, what kind of day it was uh, for, for Patrick O'Donnell. No, we've been real proud of him. I mean, and the, the other area where he doesn't – get a lot of recognition is his holding i mean he's he did a great job yesterday uh get, getting some of those and 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 spinning around and those type of deals so uh my hat's off to him he's pro's pro and he just keeps getting better each talk, and every week you talk about the operation you know on a game winning field goal and you, you immediately only think about the nerves of the kicker uh veteran or otherwise but in this case it's it's essentially a rookie kicking mm-hmm. But the nerves of Patrick Scales and the nerves of Patrick O'Donnell for the operation to be smooth, they have to be legit. They oh, have no. to be there. Though those, I'll tell you what, Scales, is, is he's improved tremendously uh, from OTAs and the training camp. I mean, he's he's snapping at a really high level. No one ever talks about it. Right. Uh, but I've been real pleased. How would we know, you know? Well, I— <laughs> I, well, people don't. People don't. People don't. They don't ask. They, they don't look at it. But you know, I mean, the, the location and, and where the laces are at, and it just it just helps with the operation. And if they can get the ball down quickly, it allows Eddie more time to see it, and then he can then he can really go attack the ball. So it's it's they they all got to work together, and they're doing a great job. Real proud of them. So location, but is the velocity better for him? And how did somebody get a better velocity if that were the case for Patrick? You know, really for a short snap, you we always say you want to throw a catchable ball. And it's not so much uh, super fast or we say the velocity. It has to be just right. It's, that's why I say a hmm. catchable ball because obviously the holder, as he's placed, I mean, he has to catch, hit the spot. And if it's a catchable ball, his hands are relaxed. If he hmm. fires a fastball at him, then obviously his hands are tense and then, then it's a little shaky putting down. So it, it, it all works hand in hand, and, and those guys are, have been real good. So from your experience in a scenario like yesterday, could the adrenaline rush of the moment make a guy throw it back harder and sure. make the hands not feel as comfortable and all that? But no, it did not happen yesterday. It didn't. It didn't happen. I, I mean, it uh, can it happen? Sure, and I think that I think that's natural. But uh, those are the moments that, as we're off to the side practicing, those are the moments we want to put ourselves in. And, and although you say you practice them in practice, isn't it, obviously it's different in a game. Uh, but we've 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 played those scenarios through our heads many a time, and fortunately we got an opportunity to do it yesterday. Make sure you gear up for the Chicago Bears' hundredth season with jerseys, caps, and other must-haves from the official Chicago Bears Pro Shop. Shop now at store.chicagobears.com. Bears winners over the Broncos in Denver. We'll step away. Another segment coming up here with Chris Tabor. First, a WBBM check of traffic and weather together on the gates with Abby Ryan. Two 50-yard field goals, uh, the 52-yarder earlier in the game yesterday by Eddie Pinheiro, uh, and just how you were feeling uh, over the course of that whole game about Eddie and what you saw in pregame. But then, you know, we've asked Matt, obviously, his emotions about the, the final 31 seconds of the game and how everything unfolded, and Eddie wanting that opportunity. Um, what was it like for you? I'll tell you, I mean, it was a – I'll definitely say a roller coaster ride. I mean uh, – I'll be honest with you, Coach. We we talked about uh, 
some situations earlier in the week from the New Orleans game and, and Houston game where that was kind of right. A, you a, talked about that earlier. A crazy scenario there. And I remember his coach was talking about it. I leaned over to Helfrich and I said, boy, that's a roller coaster ride. I don't think I want to get on on that <laughs> one. And sure enough, that's what we found ourselves in. And uh, But really the moment is, obviously, uh, they did a good job pulling us there on the field goal block, which gave them the opportunity to get the two points. And, and you are devastated. But at the same time, as Coach says, as long as we have the ball and there's one second left, we can still win the football game. And uh, you just you, you regroup, you put yourself back in the moment and say, let's just keep coaching hard for these last 30 seconds. We get our shot, we get our shot. And, and, and we did. And when he went out there, I'll be honest with you, uh, I was just in such – you're in the mood of the moment um, – I just looked out there and I saw, oh, this this last one, oh, 53. Oh, yeah, he has it. And that, that honestly, that was that was that was my thought. And I thought this was this is a, you know, the football gods have been giving us challenges, and they gave us they they threw this one game number two, and uh, he responded. So I'm real proud of him. And it it, it brought to light again the whole kicking competition story <laughs> because now the Bears have found their kicker, but. It is a very long season and a lot more challenges, maybe even more challenging than that one are ahead. Yeah, it's it's game two. Yeah. It's it's game two of, you know, a 16-game set. So, uh, yes, where are we? Obviously excited and proud of them, no question. But I think you have to keep it in the moment and, and, and move on because next week's game – now is even more important than last week's and 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 you have to be able to perform i mean if you don't do well in the next game well this last game means nothing and uh and i know this the the nfl monster uh does look for for teams and people that uh, get laxed and if you're laxed it will like it likes to eat you up uh, so we have to stay sharp we got to stay to our routine and, and, and stay focused and, and he'll do that so we just got to keep stacking games. He's caught the attention of his teammates, though. You must feel that on the sideline, in the locker room, and his personality allows for that, obviously. Um, you know, in a world of quirkiness that is often attached, he doesn't seem to be that type of guy. He's just him. No, he is a, you know, obviously, and I've told him, I mean, his parents did a great job raising him. Uh, there's no doubt, but he has a great heart. And uh, the emotions that you see on the field, that's him. And that's real, and uh, and the guys have gravitated towards that. I gravitate towards that, and I think that's why uh, he's like the way that he is. And and they also see on the side how hard he is working and how far he's come from OTAs to this point. Uh, and he does admit, he did admit it yesterday, and probably in a in an emotional moment after the game, just how hard it's been, you know, oh. to get to this point. No, but that's 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 the deal. I mean, we're we've gone through a process, uh, obviously scrutinized by many. Doesn't really matter, in my opinion. I think it's been overblown. We're trying to do the best job that we can to find the Chicago Bears, their kicker, and this kid has stepped up to that challenge and has accepted that, and he's he's doing it. So, um, it's it's. The things that he's gone through, I think, has helped laid a foundation. If you watch the TV copy and they zoom in on his face before the kick, you see in his eyes that he's going for it. And that, to me, tells the whole story right there. And, and that's, why I'm, that's why I'm so proud of him. He wanted the kick, and he knew he was going to make the kick. And I, I felt real good that he was going to make the kick also. This opens an interesting question. Do you look your kicker in the eye before every kick? Uh, we have a couple cues that uh, we give him. 
uh, before he goes out. And I, I give I give him a signal, uh, and and it, it reminds him of, of of a couple drills that we do during the week. And if he knows when he follows that, uh, chances are that he's going to strike a good ball. And so we just we have that kind of little deal, and we go through that, and and off he goes. But what if you don't see what you need to see in the eyes of a kicker? Um, Live with it. No, I I, I tell you what I. At this moment, I know what I have. I know what's inside, so I don't need to go up and look at them. Um, I saw it in pregame. I see it maybe in passing, uh, but before he goes out there, I don't have to see it. I know. I know that he's laser focused and he's ready to go and he's hungry to go do it. Hmm. Heck of a story he is, that's for sure. Eddie Pinero, one of the top stories in the league right now after two weeks of the NFL season, the journey that is. The 2019 campaign for the Chicago Bears. One more segment here with Coach Tabor as we get you set for Bears and Redskins. We'll take a look at their special teams as well. First, a check of WBBM traffic and weather together on the gates with Abby Ryan. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show here at PNC Studios at Hallis Hall. Brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants. Final few minutes here with Chris Tabor, Bears Special Teams Coordinator. Uh, the difficulty I'd imagine the conversation may or may not have been with Sherrick McManus being uh, inactive for this game. Um, with Trey Burton coming back, Coach explained it a little bit in the press conference earlier today. Was that difficult? Oh, sure it is. Yeah. He's, a, he's a he's a key leader for us, great football player for us, and and it was that was a tough decision. And you know, I mean, every every week's always different. The September return game in the National Football League is non-existent. Um, it doesn't amount to much, does it, right now? Because yeah, eight eight kickoffs yesterday from both teams, all touchbacks, way out of the back of the end zone. No one was going to be doing it any other way, and it's not just because of the thin air at Denver. Right. I, I, I think that, uh, you know, we had Cordell. We had CP back there at nine yards. and Right. I, nine and a half. Correct. And, <laughs> and if they was going to make a mistake, I mean, we're, we're going. Yeah. And we want to be aggressive. But, yeah, right now it's a little non-existent, but it, it will show up. It will. Because the return season, it, 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 will, it, it will be when here for When is it starting now. nowadays? Well, we've got to wait. To, when the leaves start changing, okay. you'll, you'll, it'll, it really starts kicking into gear. But it, it really it stinks, to be quite honest, when you know you have a guy that's one of the premier guys. And, you know, when he took that uh, pitch the, uh, yesterday. Uh, it looked like a kick return run down the sideline. It was the fat, uh, NFL's Gen Stats or stat, whatever they call it, 22-mile-per-hour run, long, uh, the fastest in the league in the last two years. He's a big, I mean, I can't believe how, a big quick, man moving that fast. How, how quickly he hits the gas. No, he's a, he's a special player. Glad he's on our team, and I'll be excited when we start getting some opportunities. We just got to be patient. That's that's the deal. You got to be you got to be patient. And if a team makes a mistake, then you got to take advantage of it. And that's that's what we preach every time we go out. You know that probably going to bang it out of the end zone yesterday, but we said, "Hey, be ready for the mistake." And here we go. I mentioned this on the broadcast yesterday because you know you often take for granted when it's done so well by Tariq Cohen just retrieving these bombs mm-hmm. in the punt in the punt return game for fair catches. Yeah. Uh, that's a luxury item. No, I thought he did a good job handling field position there yesterday with the fair catches those were good decisions and uh you know I don't you know we didn't get backed up behind the eight ball like what Green Bay did the previous week so I I thought that was a good step forward all right Redskins uh Tress Way who was uh here with the Bears um all four of his punts in the 20 in yesterday's loss to the Cowboys Dustin Hopkins their kicker what do you know well, just getting right into it. I mean, this this will be another good test for our unit, and uh, we need we need to play well. Both those guys are, are good football players, and and we'll see. I don't know. I haven't 
forecasted the weather yet, uh, but uh, we'll, we've got to be ready for everything and anything. I appreciate Congratulations. Nice thank job. You. As we wrap up with Special Teams Coordinator Chris Tabor, Gibson's Restaurant Group wanted to thank you for joining us on tonight's Bears Coaches Show. So here's a gift card to enjoy a meal at any of the Chicago locations. And since it's two days, three days now after his birthday, I suggest you take Eddie Pinero to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for joining the program, as always. That's going to do it for tonight's show. For Bears head coach Matt Nagy, special teams coordinator Chris Tabor, and thanks to our producers Dan Barilli, Andy Gersher, and Jordan Treadup, and Keith Johnson, I'm Jeff Joniak, Bears Redskins from Washington. Pre-game at 420, kickoff at 720, Monday night. This is News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM.